all you fellow rebels. Keith here with Rebel Civics on the Unsafe Space Network. Today, I'm going to go over petitioning the government for a redress of grievances and succeeding. This is second in a three-part series. Last week was TC of the Minnesota Black Robe Regiment uh, and his story. Check that out in last week's episode. Next week is the third and the finale of this Fighting Tyrant series with Lisa Hansen. Unsafe Space Viewers probably remember her. She's been on before and... Minnesota Black Robe Regiment talked about her last week. All three of these stories in this series show how citizens can fight and win against petty tyrants in local and state governments. State is a lot harder. Two of these are about local. If the, if the citizens present a strong argument with sufficient numbers of people in public, the, the scheming tyrants are forced to back down. They can't win in that environment. Uh, usually can't win. They have to really try hard. Uh, put people in jail, which they did to Lisa, but that still didn't work. At the state level, it's rarely successful, but Lisa Hansen did it. Um, all the federal government, uh, you know, at the federal government level, success with petitioning the government is so extraordinarily rare that, uh, in my opinion, you would need several digits of accuracy to, to keep from rounding it off to zero statistically. Um, I can think of a few examples, but there's not many. Uh, one of the ones that comes to mind at first uh, is the 18th Amendment, where they banned alcohol. That's how that happened. So I, I don't think it works at the federal government. Anyway, for today's show, we're, fo we're focusing on thinking locally and acting locally and winning. And uh, I'm going to go over a school board uh, and mass mandate topic. And then I'm going to go over a local city government an hour north of me that is just for years been trying to shut down a really great local business, Pierce Cider Works. All right, so first up, I'm gonna talk about uh, the school board. Uh, I don't need much intro to tell you all about the mass mandate tragedy in the public schools and what happened with that. Uh, I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna go over one in 2021 Florida. Uh, this is a 90 second statement on consideration of continuing the mass mandates in my local uh, county school board. Um, Shameless promotion. I'm the one that made the statement, but it is my channel. So uh, the, the other one, I have a whole bunch of statements. So um, I was going to ask to let you know if you're here, asking comments if you can't hear, but Carter thankfully stepped in a few minutes ago and made sure I got the audio set up right. And so uh, I'm going to uh, play this video and then uh, chat about it a little bit. I am Keith Bissett. You should drop the mandate immediately. We now have a year of data proving that the government mask orders did nothing about the spread of virus. If you compare COVID mortality in Florida counties between those that had mask mandates and those that don't, there's no correlation. Comparing total excess deaths against mask orders by severity for the 50 U.S. states shows no correlation. It's a scatterplot of random data. COVID doesn't care what the government orders. Mask mandates don't work. Your order does not work. It's a couple possibilities. One is, if you vote for it, you're unaware of what happened with mandates. That's a data problem, I can help with that. The other possibility is you're faithful to the branch Covidian religion. You worship the high priests and the churches like Fauci and the CDC. Faith is hard to argue with facts, I'm not gonna bother. Forcing children to wear masks is child abuse. Your mask order directs teachers to abuse children. I encourage all the admins and teachers to ignore any order about masks. Now I'd just like to speak with the parents. 
When you know the school is abusing your kids, why do you drop them off each day? If the school board directed the teachers to sexually abuse your kids, would you still drop them off so you can make the work on time? Pleading with the school to drop a mask mandate teaches the kids that the school board is a higher authority to the parents, teaches that the government is more powerful than the parents. Is that really the lesson you parents want your kids to have? You want them to graduate with the idea that these people are just say no. Take your kids out of the school if they continue this. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I'm back. Um, I don't know what else I would have to say <laughs> to that. Uh, yeah, just kind of let me know what you think, I guess. Um, I had 90 seconds. The reason I had 90 seconds there is because the school board used a trick. They called an emergency meeting in the middle of the afternoon when most people were at work. Um, I went at the, I found out about the last minute because somebody called me. So I went and uh, when we got there, there were so many people that wanna, wanted to speak out against the masks, the mask mandates in the school. Uh, that they reduced the three-minute time, which is required at the state level. They reduced the three-minute time to 90 seconds. And a couple of people said, I don't think you're allowed to do that. And he said, well, we don't have time. Like, okay. So this was like, if I remember, two in the afternoon or something. So um, they reduced everybody's time in half. So I was uh, struggling a little to figure out how something that I had spent a lot of time writing um, for three minutes and practice doing it in like 245. Now I had to cut it in half on the spot. So anyway, that was my statement. Uh, it wasn't all I wanted to say, but it was a lot of the key topics. I got cut off at the end because I went over the 90. They, they don't. They use a bell and just interrupt your mic. You can't even can't even continue. Um, the the comments made by the other people and there were a lot of them, like crowded. It was a crowded line to get in. Uh, the comments were overwhelmingly against the mask mandates. Um, what the board did as a trick at five, at about 4.30 or 5, they called a recess on the spot. They, they like took a little recess of a few minutes. Then they came back and they said, uh, we're going to recess for dinner and pick back up at 7. And almost everybody there was like, I can't come back in 7. I got to home feed my kids, blah, blah, blah. So I saw where this was going. Uh, I got disgusted, so I left. Um, the school board kept it for a couple more months. This was in spring of 2021. Uh, and Florida was very brief, way, way shorter than almost every other state. I think the only other state that was better was um, South Dakota, where they never did it. But anyway, in Florida, they dropped it pretty quick. My particular school board dropped it that summer. So um, they, they did it. I don't know if they were showing their power or what, but they did listen. Uh, there was another meeting, same thing, uh, and they dropped it. Anyway, so... Um, I'm going to move on to my next one. Uh, this needs a little more introduction because it's about something that's not uh, related to the shutdowns. Uh, this is a uh, Fort Pierce City Commission meeting. Uh, this, is about a, this is a little north of me. It's uh, in the next county north, the other side of the next county north. Um, but it's an hour away. It's at a place I go to often, know some of the people there. Um, the city government here, and this is recent, this is recent. Uh, the city government has been attacking this local small business, awesome family brewery, cider brewery, live music event, not loud at all. 
um, that has really improved the community, the whole community. Uh, it's it's gotten some of the trash, some of the people you do not want around out of the block because the people that go. Anyway, the first thing they had, and these guys have balls, I'm telling you. Um, during the lockdowns, uh, they switched to mostly uh, selling uh, growlers to go, which they're already doing. So they expanded that business. Uh, they, they had to shut down live music because they couldn't afford to do it. Then they got closed down. You know, all small bars were closed down while, you know, of course, you remember Home Depot and, and Lowe's and Kmart are packed. Um, but now a small bar that's almost all outside in fresh air in Florida, um, uh, in a breezy seaside community. Nope, they're not allowed to be open. So uh, they opened anyway. What these guys did uh, at Pure Cider is uh, they just stopped selling their cider for Cons consuming on site um, but they had major events they got bands the bands had to play for tips only um, they gave away cider because if they didn't if they didn't use it it would go bad and they weren't selling enough in the covid days uh, so they were giving away cider um, they were having live music they encouraged everybody to go to other breweries there's several rate there's several you can walk to from there and a couple more you can drive to in a short in 10 minutes um, go to other breweries get some beer um, get takeout from the store and come to a music event and just sit out here and enjoy the community and the crowd. Uh, they got the uh, city tried to shut them down. The county government tried to shut them down. Health department, the whole list, uh, sheriff's department. Um, then the feds came in. The feds tried to shut them down. And they just said, no, we're not shutting down. They had this huge event, which was a blast. Uh, they had drone coverage of it. Places full. Everybody having a great time. Uh, they had some major acts, like acts that tour Europe, because most of the musicians couldn't play. So they're like, yeah, I'll do it for tips. Then when they hear what the event is, they make a lot of money just on tips. Anyway, I didn't mean this to be this long, but I want you to understand what's been going on with this in the past. Um, the feds came. They show up in their black SUV, you know, with tinted windows um, from D.C. And they say, you have to shut down. You're not allowed to you're not allowed to be run. And the owner said, no, I'm not shutting down. I'm not doing anything. And so they call, they come back. Um, he says, well, you're selling uh, alcohol. And, and, uh, and he said, no, I'm not. We're giving it away for free. And he said, what are all these people drinking beer? They brought it with them. Take in, take, take, you can bring in beer here. And there's big music acts going. And uh, they just, the feds and the county, they just kind of had walked away. So then the next trick they tried uh, a year or two later is what they're doing now. It turns out this little... Uh, this is a little community that used to be kind of offset of um, Fort Pierce downtown, which is a big area, blocks of sushi and live music and restaurants and sports bars and, you know, a bunch of venues with outside only music with five piece rock bands, you know, loud. But when you get to this one point, it turns into this community that used to call, it's called Edgartown. When you cross that line, there's a music or there's an or sound ordinance that says no live music has to be acoustic only. Uh, I'm a musician. Uh, I, I use a mic sometimes in my living room. Uh, you can't play in any kind of decent sized room unless you got a voice like an opera singer. Um, and they have a you know an outside space. It's not very big. I'm going to show a video at the end of their outside space by a local guy named Johnny Dett who plays a song called the Fort Pierce National Anthem. It's a great song, and he's playing it in cider work, so you can get to know at the end. That's gonna be after talk. Anyway, that's uh, that's enough for now. So, um, 
it's actually a long video unless I see in chat that um, uh, people are getting tired of it. I've listened to it three or four times. Like I couldn't find one to skip. Uh, it's over half an hour long. It's a it's a huge variety of people making a statement in a city commission meeting, three minutes long, overwhelmingly telling the, the city government, you got to stop this. This is ridiculous from all sorts of different perspectives. And uh, I mean, you, you people that watch, they know I speak out. I'm not afraid to speak up um, and do. But this is a, this was a lesson for me on how to force local city government to do something in their own zoo uh, oops I mean their own their own meetings um, to actually eventually back down because if the citizens unite uh, you can do it locally by petitioning the government for redress of grievances and I've helped do that uh, I've never managed to do it at the state level or the federal level but I've heard it's possible uh, I, I'm kind of done with the federal on that the state I'm still trying so anyway um, yeah, I'd like to see a little chat. Uh, the people are making awesome points. I saw one question. Uh, this next meeting, I didn't go to. Um, and at least the viewer said, where is the cider located? Uh, it's Pierced Cider Works in Fort Pierce, Florida. The name is a play on the city name. It's a, it's a nice seaside resort town, a lot of tourism. And it is a city. It's got some areas that are not so pleasant and some areas that are really nice and some areas in between. The downtown area right next to the water is, is really cool. Pierce Cider Works is located, what they say, on the on the water side of the railroad tracks. Another funny thing about this ordinance is that there's a train track with frequent trains that run right on the property. Like, you have to stick your fingers in your ears when the train goes by because they're blowing the horn because there's two cross streets a block away, half a block away. So a regular thing at Pierce Cider Works is sticking your fingers in the ear. You can't talk. You can't hear the band. You can't, you can't even hear a full, piece, a full band there. And the train goes by blowing its horns and loud, long, long freight trains. And the city commission just authorized another 30 trains per day, high speed. So anyway, that's where the government's at. Uh, they think 60 dB music should be banned but 130 dB trains frequently are fine. So anyway, that's where this government is at. So I'm gonna play this. Uh, yeah, I wasn't there. Um, I forget, I would have gone, but I had something to do that day and I forget what it was. Uh, so I wasn't there, unfortunately, because I would have made, made myself a good three minute statement. I'm not in that county. Um, uh, one more note here. Uh, these people were asked to dox themselves in the commission meeting. Now I would have told them, no way. I'm not giving my address. Uh, most of people didn't do it and they didn't say anything, but a couple people did and I debated whether I w should mute this, but it'd be a lot of work in editing and uh, Carter would have to do it. So anyway, the people that said their address, they already said it in public. Um, I hope this is okay, but uh, these, I look at these as like, wow, I mean, these people are willing to stand up in public. They're in a recorded public video from the city commission and they say their address. So if any, you know, if anyone's listening to that, um, I'm sorry about that, but the options to do that are, are, are limited. So anyway, uh, that long intro is longer than I intended to do. So um, I'm going to put this back in the stream. Um, I have to hold on. This is this is actually something that Carter just taught me to do. So uh, chat amongst yourselves in comments for 30 seconds here. Hopefully 15.
I'm learning. I was just trained on how to share a tab so that the audio comes out. That's something that I never did before. Okay, I got it here. There we go. And here we go. Uh, enjoy this little lesson here on on uh, a, another topic. This is thinking locally, acting locally, and they eventually prevailed. Uh, this is awesome. Uh, this is a lesson here. Okay. Great. And next item on the agenda is comments from the public. Okay. So um, this is a time when the public can speak on any issue that, and I have a feeling that we have some people who are going to speak on some issues tonight. So the wastewater plant. They weren't interested in the wastewater plant, I don't think. They learned something. They learned something. We forced learning. Okay. So three minutes. State your name and address, and you get a three-second warning. And come forward, please, and and kind of queue up because if this is going to take a long time, we'd like to be efficient about it. Welcome, sir. Uh, name's John Nolly. I'm the owner over at Pierce Works. Uh, I really appreciate everybody coming here today. Thank you guys for listening to me and everybody. Uh, just uh, we're looking to see if we can get it brought up about the the ordinance of where it says uh, acoustic mu uh, music. All live entertainment has to be acoustic only outside there in Edgartown. And I don't understand that because if it's a noise issue, then I think that uh, should be read by a decibel reading, kind of like the whole rest of the area. I live on 1207 Seaway. 1136 is on the edge. So I'm very familiar with, you know, being a neighbor of some music. Uh, we keep our stuff pretty low in general. Uh, had a bunch of stuff to say, but then I started looking around while we were talking. And you guys have a, like, perfectly set up acoustic, you know, it's obviously made for this, right? Acoustic tiles. I think there's 17 speakers set around where everybody is. Nobody's talking. And yeah, still got to use microphones. So, like, that's what we're kind of fighting. Like, because if somebody plays there with literally an acoustic guitar and sings, or a drum and sings, it's not amplified. And here, there's no conversation. We're lucky enough to have these people come to our place to conversate. So it kind of makes it impossible for us to have true live musicians. So instead of, you know, we can play canned music and crank it up. But the only difference between canned music and <coughs> live music is the feeling, the look, and helping out local musicians. So I'm keeping it short because there's a lot of people that I've kept here way too late. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, we appreciate everybody waiting through all of the other stuff, all of our other business. Please come forward. Hey, they're not allowed to clap, but I will. Good afternoon, Madam Mayor, Commission. First and foremost, Take thank your you. name. My name is Will thank Goulet, you. 2305 Atlantic Beach Boulevard. Thank you, sir. First and foremost, thank you for your service to our great city, and thank you for giving us an opportunity to discuss the issue of amplified live music in Edgartown. As I said, my name is Will. I'm currently the taproom manager for Pierce Ciderworks, and I'm a local musician. Uh, I have been employed, an employee of Pierce Ciderworks in various capacities since 2018. I have been an employee of 411 North 2nd Street, which is the current address of Pierce Ciderworks, for approximately eight years. Eight years ago, I was hired by Sailfish Brewing to provide live entertainment for customers to enjoy in the beautiful outdoor beer garden. When this lo location became what is now Pierce Cider Works, I was hired to do the same. 
As a musician at Pierce Ciderworks, I developed a friendship with its owner, which eventually led me to my current position. In other words, without live music at 411 North 2nd Street, I would not have the full-time career that I thoroughly enjoy today and that provides for my family. I stand before you to clarify what has brought myself and many other members of the community here. There are a couple of false narratives being spun by a resident of the Edgartown community. The first inaccurate narrative is that Pierce Cider Works continuously has live music that is disturbing the peace and tranquility of Edgartown. This claim is a vast exaggeration. Pierce Cider Works has no live entertainment on Mondays. There's a bluegrass jam on Tuesdays, which is completely inaudible from a distance of about 30 feet. There's no live entertainment on Wednesdays. On Thursdays, we typically have a solo acoustic musician. Fridays and Saturdays are generally a mixed bag. Sometimes we have a solo, sometimes a duo, sometimes a trio. On the rarest of occasions, a four-piece band. Uh, we do not hire loud wailing rock bands every night of the week, as one may, resident may want you to believe. We do not have music at all, live or otherwise, after 9 p.m. To recap, that's a total of 12 hours of music per week. There are 168 hours in a week. The second false narrative being spun is that the entire Edgartown community wants the court ordinance to be strictly enforced. This is simply not true. In fact, there are two residents of Edgartown here today that have been employed by Pierce Side Works to provide live entertainment. I find it very hard to believe that either of these two residents wants this ordinance enforced as it directly affects their ability to earn a living. On April 7th at approximately 6.30 p.m., we were forced to stop the band that was performing. This was upsetting to at least four residents of Edgartown who were at our location enjoying music. One resident was so upset the band had to stop, he said he was going to bring the band to his house to finish performing uninterrupted. Uh, I, I had to inform this resident that if he were to do so, he would be subjected to the same penalties as Pierce Cider Works, as this ordinance applies to every property in Edgartown, business or residential. This seemed to upset the resident even more. It is my hope that the city of Fort Pierce will take the time to accurately assess the feelings of all Edgartown residents when it comes to this issue. It is my hope that one squeaky wheel will not outsqueak the wishes of the majority, and we would like the commission to consider adding this to a future agenda. Thank you, Thank for you sir. Who's next? That was awesome, Will. That was awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, I know you want to show your appreciation, but please do not applaud. That's I know you don't want to let them show I your appreciation. You want to. Go ahead. A lot of people appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, following up on that, I cannot beat that in any kind of uh, presentation. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, Jean Maliki. I'm with 501 Southwest Todd Avenue in Port St. Lucie, but I work here in at Isla Mar Brewery and Distillery in, off of the airport. Um, first things for first, um, as a brewing chemist and who studied food and water chemistry, I think, I believe y'all will, will focus on the water treatment uh, plant smartly and as well as the, as the county grow and the cities grow so that it can cover that bandwidth. But on a second thing, touching up on what my friends have said since I'm in the same industry with them, let's talk about noise pollution here. Uh, the, the fact of the matter is, is that with a railway that runs right behind Edgar Town and before Pierce proper, uh, there is a consistent and sometimes random schedule of the train that goes by uh, both day and night. They sound their horn on the cross streets. And that being said, um, as far as a decibel reading goes, it vastly um, outshines any sort of live amplified music that may uh, be uh, held during a normal uh, evening and uh, night hours there when the time warrants. That being said, um, 
that's probably going to be exasperated and get even more frequent as the bright line is installed as it makes its way through the Orlando area. So I would say I would ask that let's uh, focus on maybe reevaluating this ordinance and see where we may go from there. Thank, Thank you, sir. Thank you. Can I have your name again, please. Gian Alecky. You need to spell it? Nope, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Gregory Welling, 5264 Breach Blanket Circle. Uh, my brother Brian and I own Rabbit Hole Brew Station, makers of Sour, sour Sea Cow Cider. Um, Pierced is probably our biggest competitor, and they have uh, a nice tasting room, which we do not, um, that has live music, and that gives them a bit of a competitive advantage when they're trying to sell their product to other bars and restaurants. So you might think that I would take joy out of seeing them struck a little bit lower. But you would be wrong because um, although we are competitors, we're part of a community, a community of artists, musicians, and brewers, but also part of the greater Fort Pierce community. Live music, art, the art walk, entertainment, uh, all of these things make Fort Pierce a more vibrant place to live, more attractive to young people, more attractive to tourists. And so while it might be against my direct interests, uh, I can't help but say I think that they should have live music there because it makes Fort Pierce a more interesting place to live. I will note that in the audience right now, not just myself, but also representatives of Isle Morada and Sailfish are here in support of Pierce. So um, I would also add, as someone who used to teach economics, that the people in Edgartown, their houses are probably worth more because of their proximity to Pierce. Um, the fact that, that Pierce brings in extra people and extra traffic uh, means that when they decide to sell those houses, I mean, I would guess probably $800,000 extra based on the fact that they've extended the downtown area into uh, that part of, of Fort Pierce. Now, you'd have to talk to a real estate person to, to know that for sure, but they add something to the community. And and if it's about noise, again, that's that's decibels. But live music is just, it's better than canned music. It's more authentic. It's more, I don't know, homey. It's more, it, 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 it's more customized. It's more unique to the area. And so I would say that pretty much everyone that's involved in the arts and entertainment in Fort Pierce supports Pierce and would like to see live music back there. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Yeah, who's next? Good evening, Madam Mayor, Commissioners, Police Officers. Thank you all for your service to this community. I do appreciate that. My name is Lance Marler. I own a food truck that is a regular at Pure Cider Work. Uh, my wife and I bought our truck in October. Uh, I've spent over 30 years in the food service industry, and we decided to make this move to give our family a better future. We've been so blessed to get the opportunity to serve the community in Edgartown and Fort Pierce, and we couldn't be happier with the people we meet here on a daily basis. 
As I said, I opened my business to get my family a better life, better future. I started out a little late in life. I was in my 40s before I got married. My wife and I had the opportunity to adopt our son, and I've had him since he was two days old, came home from the hospital with us. We decided to give him a little brother or sister, and we're blessed to have our own little baby daughter. She was about six months old when we bought this food truck. So this has been her whole life, is me in this food truck, basically. It's amazing how fast they grow, and I happen to be working at Pierce Cider Work the day of her first birthday. So we decided to have her birthday party there. The night was perfect. The venue is well-suited from anything from a first birthday party to the retirees that were up there to listen to the old hippies on stage. I will always remember watching my three-year-old son and our one-year-old daughter dancing to the music there. But the best memory of all was getting up there while the band was playing the band or was playing and the audience was singing happy birthday to my little baby. That will forever be my most cherished moment with her life and one that I want to repeat each and every year with live amplified music. Needless to say, when this ordinance regarding amplified live music began to get enforced, my business also suffered. I spend the majority of my work week serving the locals and clientele of Pure Cider, as well as the employees from Natalie's and other locally close or uh, other closely located businesses. Without the musicians, one of the attractions about Pure Cider was left vacant. This great community wants to be able to support its own, including those musicians. Pure Cider is no longer on the same level as playing or the same level playing field as other venues just a few blocks away. Something you'll mention when you were talking about redistricting. This is exactly what we, the people, are here trying to get rectified today. We want to get this on the docket as soon as possible. Pure Cider Work is locally owned. It supports other locally owned businesses like mine, supports other locally owned breweries, and wants all of them to succeed because it helps our community succeed. They deserve to be able to offer the same services that other similar businesses offer. If the ordinance states that the amplified music needs to be a certain level of decibels, it should be the same for all. But live music is what makes part of this treasure coast very special. I understand Pew Cider Work is lo located in Negritown and that there are special regulations there versus the rest of the city. But I can also tell you from working at Pure Cider Work that the live music is certainly not the loudest amplified sound in the area. Do you know the train horns are between 130 and 150 decibels? We're talking 50 decibels in live music. All right. Did you know that Egritown is not exempt from those train horns? Trust me, I hear them blowing every day with the approval of Brightline. That's an additional 32 train horns a day they're going to be blowing there. This clearly shows that this commission has no problem with this, with this uh, amplified sound coming from the trains. All of you have supported this proposal for Brightline, even wanted to bring a train station here into Fort Pierce. I don't want to get off track. Just trying to make the correlation. So you need to, you need to, you need to wind it up. Thank you. Oh, sir. lady, uh, stop it. You're, you're That's done. awesome. You're, you're I done. applaud Thank you, me. sir. You made a lot of good points. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Remember, you only have three minutes, so make your. Oh, you remember. You work for those people, lady. You're the one that needs to remember. I'm a, uh, a new resident here in Fort Pierce, longtime resident of Port St. Lucie, longtime resident of St. Lucie County, born and raised here. What um, was your name? I didn't um, hear it. Jonathan Alford. Okay, welcome. Um, to come to find out months after I uh, moved here, to find out that Fort Pierce is now turning into Port St. Lucie with some noise ordinances is concerning. Uh, number one, uh, my profession is a lawyer at trade. I litigate these things in a criminal setting for freedom of speech. Uh, the way I read that ordinance, uh, it's unconstitutional. The way you guys uh, protect some other noises but not others in certain settings uh, for those reasons alone um i feel like you're exposing yourself to litigation to putting us on the map for negative reasons and not positive reasons i'm successful in point st lucie in doing those type of uh actions here in st lucie courthouse and at the st lucie west courthouse but one more concern is, is being a fort pierce resident you're taking away live music on a downtown you're downtown you're downtown 
Port St. Lucie doesn't have a downtown. Why are we taking away things that enjoy for downtown? And those are the reasons why I think you guys should reconsider that. I'd be happy to rewrite these rules for you. So they are constitutionally protected. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Next. Hi, my name is Maxwell Rudd. I live at 207 Avenue D, proud resident of Edgartown. Um, I'm not gonna harp on the same issues you're gonna hear a lot, but um, what I will say is I live one house away from Pierce Cider. I can tell you that I can hear Cobb's Landing music over Pierce Cider music when it's playing. I can hear Tipsy, I can hear Crocodillos, I can hear Tillman. Um, but what Pierce Cider really has done is help to mitigate the riffraff in my area. Um, I live next to an alcohol distributor, the liquor store, and a condemned house that was set on fire with broken glass in my street and vagrants who come around doing criminal activity all the time. Pierce Sire and the way they've managed that place has been top notch. They've pushed this kind of thing out of the area by having really civilized good people in the area, good people coming in, they've given back to the, the city. They are being bullied with this code. People are using this code to justify some really disturbing behavior from my neighbors. And I think that they could really use your help. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Who's next? Hello, uh, my name is Greg Espinal. I live at 512 Landing. Um, the major difference between us, between me and you guys, is I'm not from here. I'm not born and raised in Florida. I moved here about three years ago. Um, when I moved to Florida, I had a choice to live anywhere in the Treasure Coast. The lab I was opening was in Sebastian. I found Fort Pierce is very homey. I'm from Queens, so it was very. It, it reminded me a lot of just, you know, you open your door, wave to your neighbor kind of vibe, which I liked a lot. Um, I started going to Pierce Cider Works just because it was different than a lot of the other establishments downtown. I was able to go somewhere with my kids, listen to music, enjoy company, meet new people during the day. I didn't have to wait until 10 o'clock at night to go downtown to another establishment just to hear some live music. Um, yeah, they, they're, they're really good at fostering uh, a community. It's, it's different than another place. It's not just like a bar. It's, it's, it's totally different. Like, I know people here, like, you know, Bob, Nance, like, these are people I wouldn't have known in the community. People definitely not in, like, my generation or age, but something I have something in common with, uh, something that makes me love this town, even not being from here. And like, that's something like a community that they're building will, it just goes out from that little spot of land throughout all of Fort Pierce. And it brings other people from other places to, to like your town, to like being here. I enjoy being here. I won't move. Like, I like it. That's, that's it. So Thank thanks. you. We're glad you like it. Madam Mayor, yes. gentlemen of the board. My name is Noah Ross, uh, 7003 Shannon Drive, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34951, I believe. Um, I'm here to speak on behalf of Pierce Side as well. Last year, um, I was lucky enough to host a festival at Pierce Cider, and we brought in a lot of people from a lot of different areas. And upon doing my recon at the end of the festival and asking people, what is the one thing that we could have done better here at this festival. It was not an argument of anything other than the one thing that everybody wanted was live music. The only reason we didn't have live music last year was because our musician, unfortunately, had been booked for that evening. Um, but again, you all sh should reconsider this decibel rating or whatever's going on with this neighbor. As many of these people have said, again, I don't want to 
beat a dead drum here. This is good for the community. It brings in money, right? It brings in people from areas, again, like during my festival, Miami, West Palm. We had people from Tallahassee who came to a little bar in Edgartown, Fort Pierce, which sits across from A.E. Bacchus, not too far from the A.E. Bacchus Museum, all this kind of stuff. It would be beneficial for you all to take consideration into this and really think about it. And even as far as the decibel rating itself, there's a big difference in decibels. 60 decibels is not very loud. 70 decibels, to give you an example, is a garbage disposal or a vacuum. So think about that when you're taking these things into consideration. Also, as previously stated, think about the issue at hand of maybe problems that are going on between the person who lives next door and the business itself. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Who's next? Hello, Madam Mayor and the Commission. My name is Amanda Delgado. I reside at 207 Avenue D in Edgartown. Um, I'm sorry they really doxed you. Here today, but I just wanted to say for the record that I do live in Edgartown. We love Pierce. We love live music. We want that to continue. It's a great family environment, um, very beneficial, and I hope it's reconsidered soon for the Thank benefit you. of the community. Thank you, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Hi, everyone. My name is Anna Bach. I live at 7303 George's Road in Lakewood Park. Last name again, please. Bach, B-A-C-H, yeah. Um, I am a second generation Fort Pierce and a third generation local business owner. I'm going on my fifth year of real estate and this topic comes off as a little controversial to my career. Um, but at some point I feel like I have to draw the line. I say draw the line because being in real estate, we're subject to conformity and the belief uh, that growing our town is a good thing. And of course I back that and I love to watch this town grow um, and turn from a dot on the map to a destination of paradise. One of the biggest attractions of this town aside from the beaches is the arts. We come from a town of a famous highwayman and a famous music artist and uh, many up and coming artists, Gary Stewart being one of the most well-known. Um, when people think of Fort Pierce, they don't just think of fishing and bars, but they also think of the bands that they see at the little local bars, including the one off of Second Street. Taking away live music, from Pierce Cider is a slippery slope in my opinion that I don't think we're grasping, um, just let alone from the overflow, from the concerts and uh, you know live music that Pierce hosts directly affects the other businesses and the local bars. Um, before I was a realtor, I was a local bartender in this town for six years working um, at the Tiki Bar and then moving over to Bistro. We thrived off these events and live music that Pierce Cider would host on those nights. Um, our downtown is the life of this city. And yes, we have our fishing <laughs> that is unfortunately slowly, slowly dying out and our beaches are being taken over by tourists. But the one thing that can't be ruined over the course of these years is the growth of our town, downtown life. Taking away live music from Pierce Cider will not only affect local artists, but local bars. And in my opinion, <laughs> what else do we have to offer um, the home buyers and relocators? My last point um, I want to make is location. Being in real estate, my favorite statement, Spires, is you can always change your house, but you can't always change your location. So when buying a home, focus on where you want to be, not just the four walls that surround you. When moving to an area, it's important for these buyers to take into consideration that the area they are moving to and activities they have been taking place for almost a decade now prior to the move. Um, it should be an attraction for these buyers to want to move to the downtown life. And I'm more curious as to what comes to mind when they think of living downtown. Um, so I hope you take in consideration my opinion. Thank, Thank you. you. Nice, nice. Bob Lynch. 
1830 South Dubtel in Fort Pierce. Um, I'm here to speak on behalf of Pierce Cider Works and what it means to the community and what happened that night, April 7th. They allow crafters to come out, artists to come out that evening to display their wares and possibly sell some of their uh, merchandise out there. When that music got shut down, that place got emptied out by people leaving in disgust with the city of Fort Pierce for taking away live entertainment that evening, okay? I happen to know that is a fact. My wife and I are one of the crafters out there, okay? Boy, talk about dead silence that evening. I can't say enough about Fort Pierce, okay? Talking about, I moved here from Chicago. I've been in Fort Pierce now going on four years, okay? I left three kids in Chicago, but I haven't adopted so many young kids at Pierce Cider Works that my, my daughter, when she comes down, is amazed. You have more friends my age down here than I do up north, okay? Pierce Cider Works is a family. They provide a family environment. It's great seeing young families out there enjoying the music, you know. Just all we're asking is that, that you take a look at the ordinance and treat them fairly like everybody else. Thank you, yeah. sir. Appreciate it. Good evening, <clears throat> Madam Mayor, <clears throat> Commission. Uh, I am Raimundo Santillan, Chief Petty Officer, United States Coast Guard, retired. Uh, 5-4-3. Uh, Raimundo Santillan, uh, Chief Petty Officer, retired U.S. Coast Guard. I was stationed here at Fort Pierce from 2009 to 2013. And um, uh, it wasn't an easy unit for me. Uh, one of the things that allowed me to heal and endure what I had to endure at that unit with the job was my friend and now uh, shipmate brother, Will Goulet, who taught me how to play music and encouraged me to become a musician. I then became for three years a, a professional musician um, the weekends in here in Fort Pierce. And it's a healing. It's not just a moneymaker. It had nothing to do with money. I don't even drink alcohol anymore, but I go to Pierce Cider's work for the fellowship, the camaraderie, the environment, the space that it creates and it holds for people to heal with music, frequencies, vibration, dancing, laughter, love, unity. Everyone's been talking about noise as a negative thing. But what I'm here to bring into the perspective is the healing location in the sanctuary that Pierce Cider's work provides as another benefit to the city of Fort Pierce. I own three homes in Connecticut, in Los Angeles, and here. And in 2019, when I retired, I picked here to come live and share my experiences with others like me and similar to me. So I just want to bring that to the perspective as well, is Pierce Cider work as a healing location, as you guys have the, an ability to help heal Fort Pierce and its residents as well by allowing live music. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Hi, my name is Madison Clark. I live at 1221. Uh, hi, I've lived in Florida since 2008. I'm from West Virginia. And uh, every now and then my grandma will get sick of my grandpa and send him down here to stay with me. And he enjoys 
enjoys long walks on the beach and going to Pierce Cider to listen to bluegrass and jazz. And he's been playing music since he was 15. He was born 1950 and claims he was the birth of rock and roll. And um, he has been a recovering alcoholic. This is a second time sober, but this time for nine years. So we get root beer and we go to Pierce Cider to listen to live music. And I feel that music is not meant to be heard. It's meant to be felt. And we feel it at Pierce Cider. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Yes, sir. George Desjardins, 406 North 2nd Street. <laughs> I just want to say I'm in support of live music and um, being a direct neighbor of Pierce Cider Works. No complaints here. The train is so much louder than the live music. It's unbelievable. And uh, thank you for your consideration. Thank you, sir. Last name again, please. Sir. Your last name again? Jordan's. B-E-S-J-A-R-D-I-N-S. -E Thank you. It's a long one. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Good evening. My name is Jennifer Raglan. I'm also a transplant. I'm originally from Tennessee. So music has been instilled in me since I was a child, uh, especially live music. I moved here permanently about two and a half years ago. Um... I'd been to Cider Works several times before that when I'd come down to vacation. Um, but like I said, I moved here permanently. Cider Works is a happy place. We are family there. We go there to listen to music and have a great time. My nine-year-old begs me, Mama, let's go to Cider Works and listen to music. So it's not just for the adults. The, the kids are very welcome, and they cater to the children. It's not just like it's a, an adult bar because that's not the atmosphere at all and so to take away the live music there is a tragedy it's sad and i hope that you guys consider with the decibel and let them continue their live music and let us as a family still enjoy the place with the music thank you thank you it is a tragedy by the petty tyrants you were talking Hi, to i'm connie de Gaulier. I need to get a whistle. Oh. I, when I heard this happen to Pure Cider, it disturbed me, made me sad. I know for us personally, a huge chunk of our revenue is from our live entertainment nights. Um, I've been to Pure Cider many times, and it can't, it, it, I don't think it compares to any other venue. Their music is amazing. It's, I couldn't believe somebody complained about it because we are a lot louder. <laughs> I know. Um, and so uh -oh, what was your address again? <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of it made me a little disturbed to think that, you know, that could happen to us. And we would we'd have to close our doors, basically. Um, so I just hope that you would reconsider and readjust the ordinance because and if you have not visited them, I encourage you to. It's a great place to be for family friends and live entertainment thank you thank you ma'am i find it interesting the lady running the meeting has no problem interrupting her three minutes and making people laugh in bayshore drive for pierce so i've seen the commission twice in the last two years once was com to complain about the loudness at jc park you guys did a great job zoning enforcement and encodement it's still loud much louder than what we're talking about tonight but we live with it we're neighbors that's what we do and then when we talked about VRBO and Airbnb, I was here quite a few times. And we worried about the noise in the communities and the, and the things that we're all worried about. And that seems to have worked itself out. And then I got home the other night, and my wife said, they're shutting down Pierce Sider's music. I said, the place where I have to sit way up in front to hear? 
The place where the band faces the train and away from the road is too loud? No, no, it's not too loud. It's amplified. What kind of, how subjective is that? Acoustic freaking amplified. I could be a lot louder than an amplifier if I decided to be. You've heard that part of me before. Look at the rules. Look at it subjectively. Yes, people complain. I complained. You know, there's times when we have to. But their venues are all family-oriented. I was there for that birthday party. I don't go there that often. Because I had my two-year-old and my four-year-old grandsons in town. And we took them there. That's one place we can go downtown with them. So please reconsider. Look at it subjectively. Understand amplified versus acoustic. You need to understand that. Come back to wastewater. Mr. Uh, Johnson was very clear about that. Please remember 2017. We dumped, Fort Pierce dumped, 345,000 gallons of wastewater into that river during Hurricane Irma. So yes, it's all about numbers, but that's a big number. We were fined by the, the state, not as much as we should have been. We dumped a lot of sewer in that water. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Remember, this is a city that hates people playing acoustic My guitar. Name is Don Wonderling. Yeah, uh, you live at 5960 North uh, um, St. Lucie. Um, I, I wanted to stand up just to tell you that I don't live in Fort Pierce, but every single weekend since uh, Pure Cider opened up, I brought my wife and my money and uh, spent it right here. <laughs> Not necessarily in that order. But the... Uh, <laughs> she brought her money. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, I guess I wanted to tell you that this is a really magical place, and it's not just because they have live music, it's because they have good music. You know, I, I get to hear music there and enjoy music there that I, I wouldn't get to hear, I don't think, in many other places in, you know, this area. Songs about Florida, songs about Fort Pierce, songs about Jensen Beach, uh, songs about, uh, you know, uh, many of the, the towns up and down the coast here, uh, about Florida landmarks. Uh, we and I'm thinking about one or two uh, artists in particular, uh, but you know we get to hear blues, we get to hear swing, we get to hear all these forms of music that we don't readily get to hear anymore, and you know, and I think that's partly why this is such a magical spot. Uh, look, I, I just want you to also know that the the owner of Pierce Cider, he's a real nice guy. You know, he is. Uh, tried to work with the neighbors there or the one neighbor uh, at every opportunity. You know, whenever there were some concerns about some noise, he took, you know, where he used to have the, the bands and he moved them further to the east and further to the south to try to accommodate. Uh, so he's really done a lot to, to make things better. And the, the thing that really is kind of, it's hard for me to understand is if where he was doing business was just maybe a few hundred uh, yards to the south or a few hundred yards to the east, uh, he would be under the ordinance of Fort Pierce, uh, and in which case I don't think there would be any problem. It's because of the unique situation there in Edgartown that makes it a problem, and uh, I can't help but think that there is some compromise that could be made. Appreciate your attention. Thank you, Thank sir. You. Welcome. Night. Good evening, Madam Mayor, Commissioners. My name is James Clasby. I live in Fort Pierce, Florida. Uh, live music is definitely an issue that I'm really passionate about. I love going and seeing live music myself. Uh, I'm going to be real quick with this because you guys have heard a lot already, but I don't think we should be uh, discriminating against live music versus canned amplified music. Uh, at the end of the day, it's all decibels, and that's something that can be enforced. Uh, I think that we should 
change the code to allow live music in Agartown. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Hello, Aaron Freed, 1111 Damon Avenue, uh, Fort Pierce. I moved up here with my wife uh, seven years ago from Fort Lauderdale. It was a lot noisier there. Um, and I, I couldn't believe that it didn't cost anything to park on the beach. I think that's what uh, sold me on Fort Pierce. Um, but it's Without. also the first place I heard. <laughs> also the, yeah, not for long. Is that what, uh, <laughs> I told my wife when they start charging for parking, we got to find another town to move to. Um, yeah. So uh, it's also the first place I heard people put speakers on the outside of their cars. Um, that's pretty pretty loud and, and, and obnoxious. Um, we hear that by our house a lot. Uh, I don't call in and complain about it. You know, there's better things to complain about. Uh, we were over at our friend's house for a barbecue. They were on a on like five acres on a pond and she was complaining about the frogs making <laughs> making too much noise and keeping them up at night. Um, but I, I would think if you if you live on five acres out in the woods, you, you're paying to hear frogs. I mean, that's, you know, you're going to live out there, you're going to hear frogs. And uh, if I want peace and quiet, I'm going to live out west, you know. Um, if I want peace and quiet, I'm not going to buy a house downtown on the railroad tracks. On the railroad tracks. If I want peace and quiet. That's all I got. Thanks. Thanks, sir. I'm nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous. I know. Um, Lydia Weil, 1111 Damon Avenue. My husband just talked. Um, I am a bartender at Pure Cider. Um, I've actually worked a couple jobs downtown between a um, couple restaurants, and I have to say Pure Cider is my favorite. It is a community. It is a family, and it is everything that we, you know, we want to represent for Pierce with. Um, everybody that comes in, you know, everybody has a great time. They're able to bring their friends. They're able to bring their family, you know, from all the way to being a baby, all the way to like being older. So it's really nice. There's no fights, you know, nobody gets belligerently drunk. So it's overall, it's a, you know, really nice place. Sorry, I'm getting so nervous right now. <laughs> Sorry. You're all right. I think you're the last speaker of the night. So okay, relax. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> But, um, oh, you know, never mind. It's all right. Um, you know, and with the music situation, I feel like you take the soul out of pure cider. This is what people come for. I have people from, you know, they come, they'll travel like three hours just to hang out there and, you know, get some cider and everything. And I've seen people going from pregnant to like, having the baby and dancing outside with the music it's just it brings a like a community and like i said you know being a bartender there and seeing everybody come in and hearing their stories about this place just you know warms my heart and makes me really appreciate my job and everybody I work with so that was all <laughs> thank you ma'am yes sir to say that I'm going to say ditto to pretty much everything everybody has said. I'm not going to rehash all that. I just want to bring up a point. I can remember possibly four or five years ago, six, being in the Edgartown area at night, Friday or Saturday night, and not really feeling very comfortable. Um, don't want to get into the details of why I didn't feel comfortable, but it wasn't a comfortable place. I can go down there now any night of the week, walk around, 
I've walked from there to Tipsy Tiki, Crocodillo's. I've walked back to downtown Fort Pierce, Saturday night, 11 o'clock. It's safe. One of the reasons I feel that it's that way is because Pierce Cider is there. It's changed the vibe of the neighborhood. I think they deserve to have their, you know, the ordinance looked at. They're not loud. They're uh, ditto. They're never loud. It's nice music. It's good. It's chill. It's relaxed. But it has really changed the neighborhood. And so that's what I wanted to add to this. Thank you. Thank you very much. So we're going to close the public hearing unless someone else has anything to offer. I really, really appreciate all of you being here, sitting through all the other stuff to get to what you wanted to get to. And um, I, I, this, this is what local government is all about. And so thank you very much. Uh, this will help you learn what Fort Pierce is like. And um, what Pierce Cider is like. And this is Johnny Dett with the Fort Pierce National Anthem. When I was a kid, just like my pa uh, I have to start I have to start over. I didn't realize I did something wrong. Fort Pierce National Anthem goes like this. Well, I like reefer and I like cold bears. And I love living up in Fort Pierce. The sound of the water's always in my ears. It's where I think I spend the rest of my years. And I swam that channel when I was a kid. Just like my pa before me did. And I fish every dock I'm not supposed to fish. I used to backflip off of the little gym bridge. Where I learned my swimming's where I learned about Jesus Learned about women on Fort Pierce beaches And y'all could put her down But I'm staying right here Cause I love living up in Fort Pierce It's after work and I'm a-hitting the town I'm getting drive-through drinks at the Jetty Lounge And now I'm gonna shut that old bourgeois down And be ready to go when the last call sounds Well, the tide's coming in Heading to the inlet My rod's in the truck I'm gonna catch the whole limit Catch so many fish I put the sharks to tears That's why I love living up at Fort Pierce Living in her sunshine I got a good gal here I'm liking she's mine And I like my reefer And I like more bears But I love living up in Fort The old sun sets. The rich folks ain't messed up Fort Pierce yet. They gonna do it, good Lord only knows. Pave all that I love and put in their condos. Right now, just sitting. The ocean breeze. The band just started over at Archie's. And every good band plays a Gary Stewart song here. That's why I love living up the Fort Pierce. But life is hard. Good Lord knows life is short. 
When I'm away from her, I feel all out of sorts. So I just rolled up a hog leg and I just bought a cord. Let's pour one out if you're from the fort. You know our people are friendly, our women's are pretty. From Alphabet City all the way to North Jetty. And y'all put her down, you see this boy get fierce. Cause I love living up before pit. And I like my reefer and I like more beers. But I love living up in four beers. Hey, thank you. Nice, Johnny. Anyway, that's the Fort Pierce National Anthem um, by uh, Johnny Dett. It's D-E-B-T. That's Pierce Cider. Uh, that's Pierce Cider Works. Um, the city commission says that's too loud. Um, he's facing a train track that crosses right at the property line that you could throw a rock to from where he's singing. Um, next door is a house that's the complaining person. And she could toss a stone. She could lob a stone to her, to the railroad tracks from her, from the back of her house. And that's 130 dBs many, many times a day. Like it's normal for a train to go by if you go there for a couple hours. Uh, so anyway, um, I just wanted you all to understand what, what's really going on there. Um, it's a great place. I like the place. I'm an hour away, so I don't get to go there all that often. Uh, these these people who did that um, those statements uh, from a whole bunch of different views, all of them really powerful. Uh, again, that's that's a lesson to, of how to fight back, and they're winning. They are they are winning. Um, how can the city commission back down against that? It, it it they just calls them out for the petty tyrants there are. So. Everybody that made a statement, uh, awesome. Um, uh, we're going to share this widely. Like I think this is a great lesson on how to deal with petty tyrants in local government. Just looking for any excuse to shut down businesses. You know, when when on US one there's a Home Depot that's packed. You know, a Kmart. I mean, that's that's what we're talking here. Um, anyway, uh, it's a, it's a great small city, uh, Fort Pierce. They got. All kind of downtown food, really good. There's a bunch of, of bars of every type from sports to big bands to little acoustic places like this, um, all within walking distance. Uh, there's a nice beach. He talks about in the song Alphabet Jetty, you know. Um, it's a nice beach there. Like one of the guys said, uh, yeah, you can park on it. You know, I think they might be changing that. But um, anyway, uh, it's a great spot. Um, and it's really come back from how it was, you know, a decade or two ago before I moved here. Uh, from what I've heard, I didn't see it until recently. Um, we go there once in a while. Pierce Cider is the number one reason we go to Ford Pierce. It's an hour drive. Um, there's also uh, several other places. Uh, I've gone to Selfish Brewery. Uh, there's Tipsy Tiki, which has music and, uh, and drinks. Um, there's several good restaurants we go to. Our favorite is an awesome sushi place. Um, our common thing when we go there now is uh, because it's an hour away, uh, my girlfriend and I will take take our bike up, our motorcycle up on a nice day, all on the river. We'll buy, we have two growlers, we're getting another. We'll buy two and soon to be three. And um, we'll have dinner there somewhere, like the sushi place or selfish. Or, and maybe we'll, you know, sit and uh, have have split one cider and then drive home. Um, but uh, 
That's what I think. If I was there, I was going to say something along those lines. I would never say my address to the city commission, and I would call them out on that. Like, I'm not doxing myself. That's crazy. I'm, I'm, so anyway, I don't want to get into that anymore, but that's what I would say to them. Um, this is, as I said, begin. This is a three-week series, a, a three-continuous-week series um, on, uh, unsafe, on Unsafe Space. So you're watching the uh, Rebel Civics show that I host on Unsafe Space. And we cover all kinds of civics topics. So I'm doing a three-part series, three weeks in a row, uh, on fighting local tyrants and winning and how to do it. And I got three different people. Uh, this was the second one. The third series, the third one in the series is next week with Lisa Hansen. She's got another stunning story. Um, there was an intro to that the last week, but watch next week and you'll see that. Uh, for the links, uh, all the uh, links here that I, that I played. Uh, they'll be on the Unsafe Space website. Um, that might take a day to get out there, but uh, they'll be out there. Um, so just go to unsafespace.com, find my channel, uh, and then go find the links. Uh, Pierced Ciderworks, um, check out their, their uh, YouTube page. It's uh, called Pierced Ciderworks. Uh, uh, it's easy to find. Just search for Pierced Ciderworks. Um, anyway, uh, see you next week at noon with uh, noon Eastern. With Lisa Hansen, uh, she's a true hero of mine fighting tyrants, and she was willing to go really far, way farther than a lot of people would be willing to go. And she stood strong throughout and ultimately prevailed. And it's another example of the, the government's just insane, petty, tyrannical attempt to shut down small businesses. Um, and uh, she, she lost a lot, but she stood through it for a long time so she's going to tell her story next week and i'm really looking forward to uh meeting her on over video and uh and hearing her story and, and getting that out so this one here unsafe space going to push this out as wide as we can um we have uh, about forty thousand subscribers i hope a good portion of them can see us so anyway um i just i did want to close with one thing this is unsafe this is rebel civic so you, you all know I got I to gotta do this because this is applicable here. I'm going to read the First Amendment. Congress shall make no law respecting the right to petition the government for a redress of grievances. I didn't have time to check out the Florida one, but there's something similar in Florida Constitution, which actually is what applies here over this. Uh, but when the feds come, uh, this is what applies. So that concept is based on a philosophical moral principle that our founders were well aware of. Amendment 1 is just a reminder. It's a reminder of the right. The governments do not grant rights. That includes the city commission of Fort Pierce, who doesn't even know what a right is from what I can see, uh, all the way up to the federal government and everybody in between. The, the Bill of Rights is just a reminder of that. This one's clear for those who believe in the corporation doctrine that Amendment 1 is incorporated onto the states to petition the government for a redress of grievances. And that's what, uh, that's what was done here by those uh, Fort Pierce folks. So I applaud you all. That was great. Um, that was awesome. So anyway, uh, see you next Wednesday at noon with Lisa Hansen, and we'll go over her story of the petty tyrants all the way up to the state level and her ultimately prevailing. Uh, looking forward to that. So thanks for coming, everybody. Uh, thank you, none your business. And uh, we're going to close out with the we're going to close out with the tickets here. I got to get out of the comments, so I'm flying solo here. So you have to uh, um, 
be patient here if you want to watch the credits. But, you know, for people who haven't seen the unsafe face credits, they're pretty good. All I have to do is find them. Here we go. All right. See you next week. Thanks for sticking around until the end. If you're new to Unsafe Space, check out our deep content library that includes discussions with everyone from James Lindsay to Brett Weinstein. And please consider helping to fund our work by visiting unsafespace.com donate. You can find us on a variety of social media platforms, and you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space Discord server which is open to financial supporters at any level. We hope to see you there. Warning, this is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. It would be better for your health if you forgot what you just heard. That should be easy for someone of your intelligence. The following co-conspirators are hereby ordered to watch CNN. Experts agree that 87,000 new tax collectors will make inflation feel like less of a problem. I think we can agree that the FBI's track record speaks for itself. If you think about it, only government-sanctioned experts should be allowed to express opinions. But don't. Think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific, and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice Curtis, never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake.